Blog Talk Radio. Loading Erica's podcast. Five, four, three, two, one. Live from New York City, it's the Erica Finn Show. And your host who gets up close and personal with celebrities from the stage and beyond, Erica Finn. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Erica Finn, and we have a great show for you today. I'm here with dancer and choreographer Josh Burgas. Josh won an Emmy for his choreography on the NBC show Smash and has choreographed numerous shows on Broadway, including On the Town, which is currently on Broadway, and the upcoming Gigi, starring Vanessa Hudgens. Welcome to the show, Josh. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. How are you doing today? Doing great. Doing great, just trying to uh, stay warm here in New York City. It's I know, so right? Cold. <laughs> so cold. I don't want to go out. <laughs> so, um, you know, I was, re- I was reading off just, you know, a bit of your impressive resume. You know, I have a feeling that a lot of listeners out there are wondering how you got your start. And I actually know how you got your very early start <laughs> because <laughs> we're both from Michigan and I went to your family's dance studio growing up. Um, you really, you grew up in that studio. I did. I really did. Um, you know, lots of times right after school when we were kids, my bro- my younger brother and I, Mark, we would go right to the studio and just hang out there all day. Um, so we would just kind of jump into whatever classes were going on, even if we were not, it wasn't really appropriate, the appropriate <laughs> age group, but um, we just kind of studio brats. And and uh, that that's how we got our start. That's how I got my start. And what age were you when you first started learning how to dance, I think, would you say? I think my first pair of tap shoes, I was three years old. Oh, my wow. first tap class, yeah. And it was in, in the base, in my mother's basement, where she started her studio. And then um, and then I kept, you know, dancing, but not really taking it too seriously, until I was about 15, where I, where I really started to uh, like it. And, and, you know, get, getting better at it made me feel good about it, and um, that's when I realized that I wanted to do this for a living. I wanted to be a dancer, a professional dancer. And at that point, like 15, 16, were you taking basically all styles? Um, or were you focusing yeah, well, just on... <laughs> right. We, I was doing jazz and tap and ballet. And um, uh, that, that, I think that's basically what the three that I was focusing on. And uh, my mother, who was an actress in New York, had a real theater background. So everything we learned was very theatrical. And, I didn't know um, that about you know, your mom. Yeah, yeah. She was she was an actress here in New York. So she was very into Broadway and and any any you know, musicals that were movie musicals that were on. You know, we always had West Side Story playing in the house or Top Hat. Um so so that that kind of like made me realize, well, I wanted to go to New York and not necessarily to L.A. or, or I wanted to, to go to where, where they did musicals, where they did Broadway. So once you knew that, how did that change? You know, is that like at 15, 16, is that when you just started like devoting all your free time to dancing or, or what? How did you prepare for that move to New York? Yeah, it's true. I really did. I started just really focusing on studying and um, all the different styles and also – um, I knew I was interested in choreography, 
So I would choreograph for, um, you know, anything I could. The, the, the studio recitals, also the competitions, um, high school uh, musicals that we would do at my high school or even other high schools. I would do the choreography for them. Um, and just really learning about how all that works and, and the, the, you know, finding a vocabulary and finding the storytelling, how, how to tell a story with, with the choreography. <clears throat> and then uh, we would take trips to New York with uh, my mother and my brother, and, and we would come and visit here in the city and see shows and take classes. And one time I went to an audition, and I ended up getting it. And I, I didn't think I would take it if I got it. First of all, I didn't think I was going to get it. And then I didn't think there was any way I would really take it because I would never leave the studio. Um, and then I got it and I took it. And it was a national tour of West Side Story, one of the movies that we grew up with. I got mm-hmm. the, this big, big tour and I got a role in it. I was playing Baby John. So, um, you know, I couldn't turn it down and my mother wouldn't let me turn it down either. She was very excited about it. And... I went on tour for two years, and then I never looked back. I came after the tour. I came to New York and and started auditioning again. And uh, the first thing that within a few months I got my first Broadway show, which was a show called The Life, um, and choreographed by Joey Joey McNeely. So when you when you auditioned for you know West Side Story. You didn't, mm-hmm. It sounds like, you know, since you weren't expecting to get it, you probably kind of went in there not too nervous, or did you go in there, like, I'm wondering if not expecting it and not really putting that pressure on yourself maybe made the difference in being able to yeah. really perform. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that because, it, you know, dancers in New York, they have to get a job so that they can eat. So there is pressure. And it's competitive. Uh, (laughs) And it's very competitive. But for me, I just went in uh, to that audition thinking I was getting a free class. And I was getting a free class in the original Jerome Robbins choreography of West Side Story, which was thrilling to me. And by uh, the choreographer, uh, the, the, the person who was studying the choreography was Alan Johnson. He was the director choreographer of that tour, studying the original Robbins choreography, and uh, he was in the original uh, production of West Side Story. So he really knew it firsthand. Um, And uh, I then would eventually go on to uh, be Alan Johnson's assistant for many productions of West Side Story and and really learn the show well. And and now um, I, I... Sometimes I'll set productions myself of the original Robbins choreography, which oh, wow. is, uh, it's really like wonderful to, to understand it. Yeah, it's true. It's really wonderful to really know the choreography and understand it so well and, and um, be a part of that wonderful legacy. Just, I mean, just, just really, uh, you know, I feel very honored that, that I'm somebody that can do that. Well, you're talented, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough competition for sure. So when you, you know, when you finished the um, the West Side Story and you came to audition for The Life, what was that audition like? Um, it, you know, the first thing you do is you you go get through the dancing, 
uh, portion. You know, it's a, it was a big cattle call. There's tons of people there, and you dance, and then they make a cut, and then they, you dance again, and they make another cut, and then you sing, and you have to have your song prepared, your 32 bars or 16 bars, and um, <clears throat> I, uh, I and then you know I think I, I think there was a callback after that a couple of days later where we danced. There was four of us possibly. That that came back just for this one this one part. It was a replacement. It wasn't. In, it was the uh, a replace. Well, somebody was leaving the show, so came back and danced again and sang again. I imagine, and um, and then uh, found out I got it. It was so exciting. It's really exciting. You know, it's funny. It's it's one of those it, again. When I auditioned for that show, I didn't think I was right for it. But I went anyway mm. because I felt. Why didn't you think you were that, right? Well, to be honest, it's <laughs> I don't know if you're uh, familiar with the show, The Life, uh, mm. but it's um, it's a show about um, uh, uh, prostitution in the the 1980s, early 1980s okay. on forty on 42nd Street. <laughs> you don't have any any experience with that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> so I, you know. Me, uh, you know, kind of a clean-cut guy from the Midwest. Thought, <laughs> well, they're never going to hire me for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you'd be, it's amazing what some um, costume and makeup and stuff can do. <laughs> uh, but it was really fun, and it was a great show. I, I really had a good time in it. And um, But, yeah, but, you know what, going back, I, I think that, because I didn't think I was right for it and I didn't really expect to get it, I think I probably was less nervous. And I was just going mm-hmm. there and having a good time. Yeah. Um, and, like, during the audition process, like, you know, it seems like, is it something where you bond with the other people or is it kind of keep to yourself because everyone's so aware that, you know, there's only one spot for each role? You, you, uh, it's, especially for the men's auditions, I think there is a good amount of bonding. Um, That's nice. The, the women's, I think, is a little tougher sometimes because there's more women, so it's it's just it's more difficult, I think, you know, for them. Well, and women can be cattier. Let's be let's be real. <laughs> women can there's there's be that too. I didn't want to say, but, but but the truth is, there are more women. Even you know, when I hold auditions now, there's there's a lot more women that show up than men usually. When it's a you know we're looking for men and women, um, and uh, but the but. I just I really like to have a good time. It, you know, your first couple auditions in New York, you don't know anybody really, so it's hard to bond. But then once you start to, you know, it's it's almost like a reunion every time there's an audition. You see people uh-huh. that you only see at auditions, and and uh-huh. or people that you've done shows with in the past, and you know, it's kind of fun sometimes. And yeah, that especially would be if cool. you're there early and you're waiting around, it's you know you get to get to socialize a bit. So how did you transition then from dancing to choreography? Well, you know what I did was, as I was dancing, I kept choreographing. And I would, um, in between um, dancing jobs, I would take little choreography jobs at regional theaters or showcases or benefits, things like that. You know, a little income supplement and also... um, you know, just to to keep you, you keep growing in my my experiences as a choreographer, and 
it got to a point where I was almost doing one, I was doing both just as much. I was performing just as much as I was choreographing. And then they were starting to interfere, interfere with each other. So I I decided to, I made a choice. And it was um, it was really after I did the, the national tour of Moving Out, which was uh, this great piece by Twilight Tharp and Billy Joel. Oh, and yeah, it's a great show. It's a great show. And so... Mm-hmm. It was so fulfilling to to perform, to dance in, you know, because it really just like it took everything. It was so hard. It was so difficult, but but rewarding. You know, at the end of the show, you just felt like you, you finished a marathon. Um, but after doing that for about thirteen or fourteen months, I I made a, a conscious decision that I was done dancing. That was enough. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, because it, well, really it was really hard, and I was really, a little, yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, and and it felt really good to do that show, and I thought that was a good show to go out on. So, so I had I had already you know, these these uh, this background in choreography and some connections and some future projects coming up. So I decided to just focus on that from now on, and that's what that's when I switched. And I think that was uh, I and uh, you know it was probably in my mid thirties, I think. And probably a little early to stop performing, but um, I I think you know I just wanted to focus on one thing. Now you just uh, choreographed on the town, which I've seen great production, um, and Thank I know you, you have Gigi coming up as well. Um, mm-hmm. So what goes into when you're when you're doing a, a big show like that? What goes into choreographing the routines? Take me from the, I mean, are you involved? It sounds like you were right. earlier involved in the audition process as well, like picking the dancers. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this whole thing starts really early on. I think I've been involved with Gigi for a year and a half now. And oh, wow. we start, we, we, the first thing is, is just figuring out in the script and in the score where, where we want the dancers to be, because something like Gigi is it's it's a work in progress as far as this version, and we're kind of reshaping it with all the material from the movie and from the first Broadway version. So we're we're making changes. So so something like Gigi is is a lot of work at the the basic level of the script and the score, and then you know creating dance arrangements, which is taking the song and and having a dance arranger come in and write a, the music for the dance break. Or sometimes, you know, there's a couple of numbers there, or there's, especially in the first act, there's a number that is all one big dance. So they have to take existing music from the show and kind of rework it so that we can create this big dance. Uh, okay, so, so but so, they do the music first, and then you. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. we we create. Yeah, we create the music together with the, myself and the dance arranger. We create the music. Usually, oh, wow. what we'll do is, yeah, we'll get into, we'll go into a studio, like a small, just a music studio, um, with a piano, and kind of talk about what we like, and then we'll he'll he'll write it, he or she will will compose it, and and then we'll get into a dance studio sometime after that and we'll have a few dancers in there and then we'll start to play with ideas and then we can change the music if it doesn't seem to be working 
with what we want to do uh, choreographically. So and then, you know, then we try that out, and then we'll have, like, a what we call a workshop or a lab where we'll spend a couple weeks just working on the show, do some dance numbers, some songs, <clears throat> And uh, and then you know so that's that's ver- the second version of it. And then you know we might do another workshop or lab, and then there might be a, a a newer version where we we keep tweaking it and keep making it better. And some point in there we do auditions. We have casting, which is just like what I told you, where it's a, it could be a big cattle call. Mm-hmm. And we pick we pick the dancers. You know they all have to sing as well, and a lot of them have to cover the lead roles. So, um, is there ever anyone that you just because you you know a lot of people in the industry are just like I want this one to come in for this role? Or are you yes, ever specifically absolutely. okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I make when when as soon as we set the casting dates, then I um, I make a list of people that I want to come in for the casting director, and they get a hold of those people and schedule them appointments to come in to uh, audition for us. And so who so when when as far as picking the people, you know, choreographing the routine, I mean, are there how much freedom do you feel like you have? Like do you get to run the show? Is there producers that'll come in and say, No, no, no? Like what's the politics behind how this ends up playing out? <laughs> well, <laughs> how many producers are out there listening? No, I'm kidding. Um it's uh it's you know, you, you feel that a, a lot of artistic freedom um, in my position, and and the, the you know, but you also you what's also great is that you also get a lot of collaboration from the director and the producers and 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 things like that. So it's it's more of a you know I come so we we all sit down and we talk about well what do we want this dance to be um, you know how this. Uh, is, okay, or we want to dance here. Is it, how long is it? Is what, what's the story that has to happen? Okay, so then I go away and I I create that, and then you know I show it to them at a certain point, and they say, yeah, that's great, or they say, well, what about something like this? It might be the producer doing that, or what, the director might just say, yeah, you know, it needs a bigger ending. Okay, great, good idea. I wish I would have thought of that. That's a good idea. So that's what's great about the you know, what I do is that the collaboration with the other artists is really fun, you know, and they make me do my best work and, and they, and I like to like to think that I help them do their best work as well. You know, it's a real team effort between the, uh, the choreographer, the director, the musical director, the, uh, the lighting designer, the costume designer, the sound designer, you know, everybody really has to work together to to get the show right. And it must be so unbelievably rewarding when you get to go opening night and see everything come together like that. Oh, it's great. It really is. And how many months, like typically, like so for Gigi, like how many months of rehearsals are you involved in? And is it once it's premiered, do you get to wipe your hands and move on to the next thing? Or do you have to still consult? Um, yeah, well, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, what we've done is, you know, between me, we've had meetings, there's, you know, meetings and emails and research, lots of research. The web has been, you know, just changed the way you can research things for choreography. And, uh, 
my dog is barking. Who's that dog? What kind of dog do you have? <laughs> uh, I have um, a po- half poodle and half chihuahua and half poodle and half uh, schnauzer. Two of them. Oh, cute. Oh, two of them in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we love dogs so on this show, oh, so good. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so, so, but then we've had, we've had, a, we had a lab. Oh, guys, stop it. We had what we call a lab, which was a two-week, two-week rehearsal process, and then we had a um, four weeks of rehearsal here in New York, and then we were in Washington D.C. at the Kennedy Center, where we had a couple weeks of rehearsal there, and then then they had previews, uh, which is when you rehearse during the day and you do the show at night, and we had a couple weeks of that. And then we're going to come back to New York in a couple weeks and do. 10 days of rehearsal in the studio, then a week of tech in the theater, and then have three weeks of previews. Wow. And then we will finally open. Are you you working like day and night, or do you have a regular, you can be? Yeah. It's 10 to 6 until you get to the theater, and then it's 12-hour days, basically. Now, what was the schedule like? I want to talk about Smash a little bit, because what a great show, and you won an Emmy Mm. for that, so congratulations. The schedule, I would think, a new a new routine every week. I mean, that had to be grueling. How'd you keep up with it? That was yeah, that was a lot of work. You know, the the what would happen is it was the the scripts were written well in advance, and the songs were written well in advance. And hmm. well, when it was all approved by all the executive producers, after it was written, if or if there were only minor minor notes and and fixes for that material. Then I could get to work on the dances right away, and I had plenty of lead time before we would have a shoot date. But okay. um, that didn't uh, that didn't always happen. Sure. So, you know, sometimes things weren't approved, and then you had to go back and rewrite the script or rewrite the song and do a whole new song, and then that wasn't approved, and then the shoot date is you know in three days, and now it's finally approved, and you have you know thirty six hours. Um, before the shoot date, uh, so so that would get a little crazy, and we would there were there were days that I think we would have rehearsal at seven a.m. to, uh, and then and then they would start shooting at say ten a.m. and we would get out at eleven p.m. There were long days. Sometimes I remember setting my alarm for three thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's like why go to sleep at that point? <laughs> right, totally. Did you have moments yeah. where you were like, "What am I doing? Why am I doing choreography?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, not, it was like it was just so rewarding on that show because sure. the cast was so great, the material, the writers. I, I just felt so honored to be working with them, and we and and then you know seeing my numbers filmed like that, and and with the, the editors and that are. are our cinematographer was so great. It just see, seeing it on the on TV was really rewarding, and it made it okay that I was doing sixteen hour days. How did the opportunity to work on that show come about? Um, that's actually a good question. What happened was I was. I'm full of good questions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. Um, Kind of, kind of a little down on myself and down on my luck, and, and feeling like I was 
not getting anywhere, and I was going to think of maybe leaving the business and stop and doing something else. And uh, and I choreographed. I was I was choreographing a a benefit for NYU. It was their annual Tisch Gala, which is um, you know it was it was really fun. Uh, but it, you know it wasn't that much money, and and it was it was on the students. It wasn't like it was a professional thing. It was they wanted me to do it for on NYU students, which was which was fine. But you know something like that, you never expect anything to come out of. And um, it just so happened that uh, the director of the the pilot of Smash was in the audience. He was an NYU alum, and we had worked together many many years before when I was a dancer, and he directed a show that I was in. So he saw the number and he really liked it and he contacted me and we were going to try and get together and then we didn't and I was really, then I was even more down and then we finally did and he said to me, listen, do you know about this thing called Smash? And I said, no. And he said, well, it's happening and it's happening very quickly and if you, I think you're right to choreograph it and he said, I don't know if anybody else is going to let you choreograph it, but I'm going to try and make him. And uh, he said, but if you do get this, you have to give up everything for the next two and a half months, basically. And since I didn't really have anything that big going on, I said, absolutely. So he kind of walks me, walks my, he took my reel uh, up through all the executive producers and even even took it to Steven Spielberg and and made him watch it and then they they agreed to hire me and uh i think everybody was probably pretty nervous about that because i didn't have any other tv credits or movie credits or commercials or anything like that but then we shot the we, we shot the pilot and it went really well and that's, well, that's, a that's great how that story. happened wow yeah, yeah. it's good well, right yeah it's I love those, like, the serendipitous, those things that happen when you're not expecting them to, you know, when you're yeah. just working hard and it just comes through at the right time when you need it, you know, when you're really, when you're feeling it inside, when you're feeling down and you need it. Yeah, um, that's exactly really what cool. it was. And it really, I mean, you won, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, you won an Emmy for that. What was that experience like? That had to have been just beyond cool. <laughs> that was a fun night. That was yeah. really fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it was really excited. I was really excited when I got nominated for for the Emmy. Um, but I decided I was not going to go to the Emmys. And and I, the reason, you know, the reason I decided I wasn't going to go is, one, we were in the middle of shooting the second season, and it was just schedule-wise, it was just really hard to, to get away for the day and a half or whatever. And two, you know, you don't want to fly out to L.A. and lose <laughs> and then come back, you know. So you think, Why, well, what did I go for? Um, you know, but, uh, but, but then I finally, I finally did decide to go. A few people talked me into it, so I went. But um, you talk yourself out of how important how how much you want to win it how much how exciting it would be um for for months you know be leading up to it and you say well I don't really care I'm just happy to be nominated I don't really care it's not a big <laughs> deal you know it's this is really not a big deal I'm just this is exciting to be nominated but then when you're sitting there 
when you're <laughs> sitting there and you're seeing these people go up and accept their their speeches, or but then you're excited. You're you're like, wait, actually, I think I really do want to win this. That would be really fun. And then, but then you see them have to make speeches, which is so it's not my one of my strong points is having to make a speech in front of thousands of people. <laughs> so then I was thinking, well, maybe I don't want to win this because then I don't have to talk in front of all these people. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so then then they called my name. But you had I something prepared, I, I'm sure, right? <laughs> a little something, a little something. Uh-huh. When I was at the airport, I just made a list of people I would think. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I did. I'm glad because I, I couldn't think at all. And um, and then you know you go you go backstage. They give you the Emmy on stage, and then you go backstage, and they take it away. Which I thought I was like, wait a minute, I thought that was mine. <laughs> but there's you know that there's a, there's a few that they just keep giving out, but you got to go back and get your your real Emmy. And they yeah. usher you back, and you take pictures, and then you you. They take you to this place, and there's there's you know hundreds of Emmys there, and you have to take one and 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 sign that you received it, and then take a picture with it, and then they're gonna they usher you back to your seat. And half like when they when we were on the stairwell, they were trying to take me back to the seat. I just said, you know, can I just can I have a break? Can I sit down for a second? And I <laughs> sat, I sat down. I sat down on the stairwell for about five minutes. Just to breathe so you can take and, it all and, in. Yeah, totally. And so it's uh, just like a blur walking up there to get it. I mean, I would think it's just kind of like one of those blurs. It was a huge yeah. blur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just sat there and I texted my mom and told her I won. Oh. And where do you keep the Emmy? Uh, I keep it in in the in my apartment in the living room. It's a like um, an electric fireplace it's sitting there on top of it. Nice. Yeah. Who would you say has been your mentor during your career? Um, I think it would be it would be Alan Johnson, the person I told you about before, mm-hmm. who directed and choreographed that national tour of Wesley Story. Um, you know, he was the he was the person that I assisted the most, and that I I learned so much from. Um, you know about about musical theater and choreography, and you know getting a show together and 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 picking the right dancers and or the right actors and and getting you know getting uh, some you know good work out of your cast, best work that you can out of your cast. If you didn't dance or choreograph, what do you think you'd be doing? Oh my gosh! Wow, that's a tough one. Hmm, I don't know. I would probably be. I would probably be teaching. Mhm. I'd probably be teaching. I love teaching dance. Well, it is almost time to go, Josh. But before we go, um, I have a game mm-hmm. called Speed Through. You're going to have 60 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. Are you ready? Okay. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> favorite travel destination? Um, favorite travel destination? Rio. Are you a night owl or a morning person? Morning. Dogs or cats? I think I know this answer. <laughs> I love both, but right now I'm really into do? my dogs, okay. so I'm going to say dogs, yeah. <laughs> 
one Broadway show you could see over and over again? My show, On the Town. <laughs> Name every show you've choreographed as fast as you can. Oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> Wait, okay. Name okay, five. Let's see. Uh, um, okay, well, there's Gigi, On the Town, um, Nerds, Bull Durham, and uh, what was what else? What else? What was recently? Um, gosh, it has to be a Broadway show. Nope. Uh, oh gosh. Oh, there's this show I'm doing, Cagney, that I've done before, and we're doing again, Cagney. What's playing on your iPod? Jamie Cullum. Very proud of it. Went to the concert last night. He's awesome. And his, I think he's from Michigan, actually. I know his. Cousin. No, no, no. He's, he's from Michigan. He's from. Uh, Really? Is that right? He's from Jamie Cullum is from uh London. Okay, he might be, but his cousin I I definitely know someone who knows him from Michigan. That's How do you awesome. stress? Mhm. How do you stress? How do I Soul Cycle? Soul Cycle. Great. Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel? Fallon. One thing you'd like to tell your 15-year-old self. Oh, wow. Mm. We're getting deep. Take singing lessons. Mm. <laughs> singing lessons. <laughs> That's 60 seconds. Great work, Josh. Thank you so much. This has been so fun talking to you today. Awesome. Thank you. That that has been fun. Thanks for that. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Bergash, Bergas. J-O-S-H-B-E-R-G-A-S-S-E. Get your tickets to On the Town, which is on Broadway right now, and GG. Tickets are on sale. It's coming to Broadway in March. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you all next week. You have been listening to The Erica Finn Show. We would love to hear from you. Contact the show with any guest requests or comments at the Erica Finn Show at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter.